Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. episode of Winona Forever. Um, today we're talking about the movie that the last one movie that Winona has done, and in two, 2018 called Destination Wedding, and she did it with her lifetime friend <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Yes, everybody was really excited about this when it was announced. Yes, and they're the only two characters that have talking parts in the entire film. Yeah, it's just the two of them. Uh, so the plot and all, I don't know, it's just like, you know, Frank is Keanu, Lindsay is Lindsay. Hello. That's it's finally thing. happening when yeah. it's morphed into me. Basically. Except, except please, she is not me. <laughs> Maybe the next movie she'll play like Rekka. There you go. You know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but they meet on their way to destination wedding, uh, and they discover they have a lot in common. They both hate the bride, the groom and the wedding themselves and each other. Because you're a monkey who doesn't understand the human condition. Having met you, I understand why it's a condition. And as the weekend's events continually force them together and their cheerlessness immediately isolates them from other guests, Frank and Lindsay find out that if you verbally spar with someone long enough, anything can happen. This is the description on the uh, something. On the something. Uh, On the web. On the internet. (laughs) The internet's webs. Um, And... Yeah, yeah. this was an interesting little one. So we talked about this already on we the did. Keanu Club podcast when, on this very network. But it was like a year ago when yeah. we did this. It was like right when this came out because yeah. I think they were done the podcast and they were just doing new episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rekka really didn't like it. And the rest of us, I think, liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, probably like, what is happening? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> How am I surrounded by people <laughs> like, like I want to go home. Uh, I was home. You probably were home. Uh, on I the was phone. home. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, was I. I was just, yeah, I just, I had a really bad experience watching it the first time. And I couldn't get over the transphobia, mm-hmm. transphobic comments in it. And I, I just didn't think it was necessary to do it. Like they, you can make people despicable and not have to be, yeah, and have to do that. And then the way that it was written, and then on second watching, uh, I still found that it was problematic. Yeah, and it wasn't, uh, and it was because, and you can tell by the writer that they were just ignorant about the subject, and that was their opinion. And it totally. wasn't Keanu; it was the writer, and it was the writing because this whole film is a writer's film. Mm-hmm. Someone who has overwritten uh, a script, <laughs> totally, completely overwritten every scene. It's a, it's a stage play. Yeah. First of all, every scene is staged. It's they don't really move anywhere. They're always in one spot and they're t- talking. It's like it's done in scene scene one they're in this room scene two they're in this room scene yeah. you know it's yeah it's 
I didn't. They're at the airport. They're on the plane. Yeah. They're in, at the rehearsal dinner. They're, they're in their the hotels. They're, they're in the hotel. Yeah, exploring exactly. their baggage. Now they're at the re- the rehearsal dinner. There's totally not a yeah. lot of movement. Yeah. The most movement is when they're in the like going on a walk. It was like a lazy person's film because you could just lay it out. <laughs> yeah. And be like, okay, this is what happens mm-hmm. at a destination wedding, and they literally wrote the program for the wedding, and. What the, the program wrote seeds, yeah. scenes for each uh, thing that happens at a wedding. Like, you know, oh, this is when we do at the bubble soccer, we'll have them talking here. At the wine taster, we'll have them talking here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, or have them running away and having sex in the grass. And then, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> that was the only different thing. Totally. Um, I think they set it up and <clears throat> they set up their despicableness, but like the the their brand of despicableness really early when Keanu finds out that she is like a lawyer for like I don't remember exactly but she like some PC well like, yeah he calls her the politically correct police and then mm-hmm. asks her if she dreamt of a career in reverse fascism and like yeah it's mm-hmm. like pretty obvious that like the writer of this thing like i said it look it feels like it was written by a boomer because like keanu yes. is himself is in his mid 50s but right. i'm like even the attitude of his character feels too old for him right but the the writer victor levin is 58 yes i feel like that's also too young for her, but <laughs> maybe not maybe i don't know no it's it's boomer it's the, it's the right yeah it's the right area i guess well then then i guess because keanu's like 55 or something so. yeah but like even yeah it was like it was too old for him it felt the, it yeah, yeah like he was just you know given up on the world given up on everything hated but people. didn't want to die ever and like you right. know just hated people and yeah Winona was slightly better than him. Yeah, she had a little bit more redeeming, a little bit, but not much. Like, she was also, like... I, I just found her acting wasn't that terrific in this one. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was a lot kind of, of line hard reading. To watch. Yeah, line like the <laughs> the first scene where they're like crinkle, trying to open the bag of thing and you can tell like when she's trying to open it that she's fake trying to open it and right. that really bothered me. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, just you don't have to act, you know, just yeah. try to open it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um So there's Yeah. You know, she's breathing on the plants. I mean, that's something. Right. They gave them annoying traits right yeah. off the top. She breathes on plants for photosynthesis purposes or something. And he has that, like, <laughs> he, yeah. yeah, thing in his neck, you know, that back of your ear thing. He does yeah. that through the movie. Yeah. All the that's time. a nice sound. That's a nice sound. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they have a whole debate. This is another badness per- thing about them. They have a debate over, so, like, the whole thing is that she is the groom's ex-fiance and he is the groom's brother and somehow they never met before because the groom like because frank isn't doesn't have a relationship with his family so he doesn't really see his brother like his brother but so she knows the mom so they both know the mom obviously Mm -hmm. because it's his mom and she knows her from you know having been the fiance um previously and they're having a debate over whether it's worse that she her, her husband left her for a younger or older woman because he left her for an older woman and they're just talking about how shameful that is for her. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I don't know. Like, first of all, that woman didn't look 
older. She didn't look that much older, but they were like, and they were kept like, how could he even, like, how could he even call her a girlfriend? She's oh, yeah. older. She's old. She's 78. She, she's she, not a girlfriend. And, like, and then he's like, well, like this what would you call her? Just like dialogue ever. And I was like, what is going on here? He says, what's a better thing to call her? And she says, an ossified pre-dead corpse friend. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 I think, but like the other, the second title of the film or something was like a narcissist can't die because his entire world would end. Right. Which is like Keanu, I guess, but totally, um, yeah, they're pretty terrible people. So like, it's really (laughs) like, and I think I said this, I feel like I said this maybe before, but like, I have a hard time watching characters that I don't that are despicable right for the whole thing because you know that they're rotten so you get to see like rotten people do rotten things the whole time and you're just like why what's do good i want to watch this? this yeah what's good about this like what am i watching this for what is the point what am i learning um and there's not much there <laughs> right like do they learn to be better people it doesn't seem like no they, do. they just learn to you know they learn to kind of like each Coexist other yeah. miserably. Like, you know, they both found each other because they're both assholes. Right. And good for them. But like, what does that do for us? You know, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I don't, I, so I didn't re-listen to our Keanu club episode. I think what I, I was blinded by the first time I watched it was just that it was Keanu and Winona together. And mm-hmm. I was like, yay, I get to watch them together. It, I like wanted it to be something yeah. so much different. Like I really thought it would be at least a cheesy romantic comedy, like, yeah. a, like a stupid Adam Sandler kind of along those lines. For some reason I thought that cause it's called was, destination wedding. Yeah, sure. Sure. I was, this is a wannabe Woody Allen movie. It was, it was <laughs> one hundred cause they had the title cards and it was, the you jazz know, jazz music in the background of everything. <laughs> so much jazz. <laughs> and yeah. And the, the dialogue that, you know, this is the relationship. The relationship should be like this, and blah, 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 blah. but it was just like so overwritten. Like people don't yeah. talk like that. They just don't. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, and they were just, and they were acting, and you could tell they were acting. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with her. I feel like he did a better job yes. of playing that character, mm-hmm. which maybe isn't great because he was a horrible guy <laughs> and, like, worse than her. And there's one scene they were, like, snuggling in the bed, and she does this, like, weird, like, thing, like, with the pillow, and you're, like, and it just looks so awkward, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, poorly directed, too. Like, there's just, she's trying to work with, She's got nothing to work with. She doesn't know what to do. And I think some of the lines seem improvised. And I, yeah, I don't <laughs> think it worked. <laughs> the improvisation worked. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like there was moments where it got a little comfortable. Like maybe when they were in the bed chatting together, like it got a little better. Yeah. There were, there were some good moments. Mm-hmm. Well, I still liked the sex scene the second time around in the, in the oh, field. Oh, yes. I still thought it was like so uncomfortable and i kind of just enjoyed the fact that it was like awkward yeah um what, like of course it would be and it's in a weird like wheat field <laughs> like yes <laughs> two horrible people having sex in a wheat field would be terrible also having just been like run down by a, again what was the cat they were debating it mountain lion mountain they kept lion saying it was a mountain lion yeah. and she was like it's a cheetah and he's like no it's not a cheetah and like yeah they wouldn't agree on it i guess yeah. uh uh 
and that was annoyed by them, so it, they saved themselves from it by annoying it. <laughs> His line, I wrote down the line he wrote. He said, "I haven't felt felt pleasure since 2006." <laughs> right? Know. Yeah. It's like okay. And she said, "I just feel the absence of pain sometimes, which is almost like pleasure." Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 When you guys talk about that stuff, like when you talk about not liking it, I totally agree. Like I said, oh, that sounds, yeah, I could see that would be disappointed. But then with every example you give, you make it sound really watchable. Yeah, like we just, I just, we were just talking to Candace and like I said all the things I didn't like about it. She goes, oh, fuck, I got to see this. And I was like, she's like, do they have sex? And she's like, fuck, yes. I was like, oh, okay. She was ready to go see Like, I don't know. I think if you cut out some of the really critical, horrible, like the transphobic stuff that they say, I think if you cut that out, like you still might not like it. But I feel like I could be, be won over by it. Like, yeah. I obviously was won over yeah, by it the yeah. first time we watched it. Or, yeah. Um, I think it was like they just let anyone officiate at weddings. And it was right. like, yeah, he's pansexual. And they were just like talking about that. And then they were talking about like, oh, they let this person. And they were just talking about people. And uh, it just like, and like, does he have a congregation and stuff? Yeah. I, I feel like I could. And then we're like, oh, is, this, is it a woman who who thinks she's a man? Or like, they were just saying things like that. What and like, the different yeah, I was like, like, distinctions what? are. What are you doing? And Why then, are you saying this? And then that character at the reception afterwards was dancing with a man and a woman together. Like yeah. they were a threesome holding it, like, and dancing around. And it looked around. so fake. Like and it, it was just seemed such, like it was like a trying, parody. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was a parody of like this person's pansexual, so of course they can only dance with two three people, people at one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh that was I feel like they could have had a conversation about the fact that anybody can like register online with a credit card to be an efficient at a wedding and they mm-hmm. didn't have to turn it into this whole like Othering sexuality. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh <gasps> queer people. Oh, they're so weird. They let queer people officiate weddings. Yeah, it was Yeah. Pretty much that was what it's meant up being. Yeah. And then they talked about like their privilege at one point i think in the movie yeah uh, yeah that part i wrote it down i don't know where it is in my notes but i basically wrote like they're basically negating this movie because he's saying mm-hmm. like i can understand like when people say like first world problems they don't say that word but like basically privilege and yeah. like who cares about the privilege and their problems and i kind of agree like who should care about them and i'm like cool so we shouldn't care about a single thing you're talking exactly. about why are we listening so to why you? are we listening to this film <laughs> It's like, yeah, we, we're not, yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you find that throughout this whole movie, Winona's facial expressions were variations on the different facial expressions she makes in that acceptance speech? Yes. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I was going to, like, make a note of that. Like, that's what I was saying when she was, like, in that that scene, she's in the bed and she's, like, doesn't know what she's doing and she's trying to fix the pillow. She's making all those expressions. I'm like, oh, Winona. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Pick an expression. Go with it. I don't know. Yeah. She wasn't sure. Like, what I'm saying, she wasn't directed. Like, there weren't, yeah. she wasn't she was singing oh danny boy in the shower like ah, this yeah she was singing danny boy in the shower and he was trying to sing along and that scene <laughs> in bed with the groove chew i thought like oh the groove chew oh my god that's the most annoying what thing what the hell was that like that was so weird 
she the groove too for those who are listening to this without watching the movie uh is her something she coined which is just like how you chew when you really enjoy something but like it's the most exaggerated thing and yeah, like so there's you're no like way. chewing and dancing <laughs> waving your arms at the same time while you're, and you're like really enjoying your food yeah and then i guess he tries to do it in a weird way the weirdest but I wasn't part sure why because she's not chewing anything no. he's eating the chocolate yeah and she's, she's fake chewing, fake chewing. he like objectifies her and talks about how all the things he likes about her physically that's right he did go on a really long specific calves and her ankles and her body weight and the amount of food she eats and the amount of food she doesn't eat that was really interesting yeah it's like cool 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 (laughs) and then she was like do you want me to do that to you and he's like no but then she does (laughs) Doesn't she say she when a, they're in bed, what if our real destination was each other? Yeah. And, and then he says, he says, what if you never say that again? Yeah. He said, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he, oh boy. That's, I mean, that's kind of making again, fun yeah. of, a, that's kind of making fun of like the types of lines that would be in a de- yeah. destination wedding type exactly. movie, which is fair. And that's maybe good. She also says the uh, mission accomplished, which she says in and she says it in a kind of angry sarcastic way and she says that in reality bites Ah. mission accomplished interesting there was one line where they're in bed and like this is when they're just so obnoxious they're at the end and then all of a sudden she's like why do we live and he goes jesus christ oh he (laughs) said jesus there we go why do we live (laughs) oh boy Chris wants to see this now. Yeah, he really does. (laughs) I'm sure he's reading about it right now. Uh, I feel like all the best parts that I wrote down were in that sex scene. Like the fact that he's like holding his tie so it doesn't hit her in the face. (laughs) And the fact that she looks at his face and says, you look like you're going to (laughs) vomit. I mean. And then, then the line, which I'm sure we all quoted in the Keanu Club episode we did. Um. Uh, there's kelp at or near my vagina. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, it's not kelp, it's grass. Right. We're in a field. Right. We're She's like, oh, I was ocean. thinking because you said you thought you saw crabs earlier, but they were tarantulas. I'm like, oh, sure. What? It's all <laughs> absurd. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I still think there are enjoyable elements of this movie, sure. obviously, with that, with the, um, my, the sex scene I like, but everything else, yeah, no, it, they're horrible. He makes she makes him carry her, and she goes, oh, yeah. "Carry me." Uh, and then this she says something the really. Slowest. The one thing she said really funny. Uh, it was like, "This is the slowest I've ever been carried." God, you gotta be quiet. The way she said it too, that was really good. Was good delivery. I feel like it might be in the trailer. Oh, really? Oh, that yeah. that line, yeah. Yeah, just watch the trailer, guys. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get the sex scene, but you get, you know, enough. Or skip to the uh, sex scene. I don't know. Yeah, just skip to that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's too bad. I want a movie. Like, I still want a movie to happen that's a Keanu Winona vehicle that is more enjoyable. Yeah, I wish it was more enjoyable. Because I like the idea of a movie where they're the only people with dialogue. 
That's Ugh. great. I know, but the dialogue was just. So <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Like one of my second notes is just overwritten. Period. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like, really... what is Keanu saying? You know what I mean? Like, is he reading from a teleprompter? Absolutely. Actually, you know, he could have been. They <laughs> totally could have been. They're like, menus on the table might have had all their lines on it. Who knows? Very wordy. Because it did feel like their reactions to each other just seemed like false. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure this is a departure from what I said last time, but I didn't enjoy I don't think it... I think a second watch is unnecessary. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, what's Chris laughing at? Oh, Chris likes the quotes. I think on paper this sounds like it's going to be a good thing. I'm sure you I, I were know. looking forward it's to it. Like it's yeah, you want it to be good. It's just not. It doesn't. It just falls flat. You know. It does. Tries too hard to be something. Yeah, and it has. It's written by a boomer with bad politics. Totally, which throws did, it all. Did you to rewatch shit. it? Yeah, today. Oh, you did. Yeah, I I really was like, I don't know, Freco, we we watched this because I had you to because I because so I you know blocked it out of my mind, right. so I didn't yeah. remember any of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think even at the time you're like, well, we'll see what I think about it next time when we yeah. have to talk about it <laughs> months from now, and I'm like, so will I. Uh, yeah. Well, we don't recommend this movie. Nah. <laughs> But you know, you know, watch Stranger Things. That's the the Winona thing to watch at this moment yeah. in time. We'll see what else she's got in the works. I think there's something in the works. There is. It's like a. I don't know if it's HBO or if it just feels like it's HBO. The, yeah. We're both like, let's check. Let's <laughs> check quickly. I was gonna ask, what is the best holiday Winona movie? Little Women. Holiday. Little Women. What do you mean? Little Women. What do you mean? Why? Why even ask such a movie? Well, other people would say Edward Scissorhands, except Johnny Depp now is useless. So, like, you know, it's not really appealing. Somebody bought me an Edward Scissorhands T-shirt recently, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, I cut half of it. Cut his face. Well, she's not even on it. It's just Edward Scissorhands. So I'm like, oh, it's Johnny. Oh, no. It was a very nice thought. uh, The gift. Yes. (laughs) Um, What what are we looking up? Oh, yeah. Her new... Her... Her new thing. The Plot Against America. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Philip Roth novel. Philip Roth novel. Oh, there you go. Uh, And is it... Here, the questions are, who's it produced by? Is it it for HBO? I want to know the answers to this. She's not listed right at the top, so I don't know mm. how much of a character she is, which makes oh, this and that little girl's harder. in it. What's her name? Um, she's not that little. John Turturro's in it. Hello. Well, that's something. And uh, Zoe Kazan. Anyway, I don't know. Going back to Jersey. That's true. It is produced in Jersey. Oh. Joyzy. Yeah, <laughs> you're like no, Joycey. Well, I just want to know if it's going to be an HBO thing. Like the production company matters in the sense that I want to know what it's going to be on. But 
Original Network, HBO. Hello. That's what we, Wikipedia has to say about it. The home box office, I call it. Oh, well then. <laughs> so there you go. I don't know when it's going to come out. It says... It's in post-production right now. Who knows when it's coming out, but it is an HBO production. So we have that to look forward to, because what do we have left? We have season three of Stranger Things next. Yes. Then we have to, like, make up for things we missed, like the miniseries about yes, the, the AA. Yes. And I don't know. We could try and find short films. That's the only other thing we haven't done is some of the short films. We Whether can we can them. find them or not yeah, is a know. big challenge. But then that's it. Until either season four of Stranger Things or I'm assuming this miniseries will be first. Yeah. And that's, that's it. Woo. Can you believe it? Can you believe we've we're been like, doing this for like two two years? In February, yeah. it'll be two years. Holy. So we won't even make it to two years <laughs> before we're out. Huh. Guys, she thanks. Party. <laughs> yeah. We should have like one episode with like 10 people on it. Bring all oh, the guests back. Bring back all the guests to talk all, about the AA the miniseries. Significant <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the significant others. Really chaotic. Got Ruby. Yeah, I get Matt and Ruby. Meeps. Meeps will be. Meeps. Yeah, her first broadcast. Yeah, Meeps can talk about what was the book that she uh, knew and liked. Yeah, the South American one there. I know, I can picture that. I can picture it, but I can't think of what it's Jeremy called. Irons. There we Jeremy's go. Iron. Ah, it all comes back around. House of the Spirits. There you go. <laughs> we'll find some special things to do maybe we'll see we'll see we stay will tuned <laughs> <laughs> all right come back for season three of stranger things yes <laughs> which do, i have do, yet do, to watch do, 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 do. bye bye <laughs> see you around like a donut winona <laughs> <laughs> no. forever is part of the cage club podcast network episodes produced by chris landry Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekka Tulsaran. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.